This episode is produced with support from Drugs for Neglected Diseases Initiative. In tropical countries, we have a number of unique diseases not found elsewhere in the world, and these diseases are often quite debilitating. Imagine thousands of worms in your intestines sucking away your nutrition. Or trachoma, one of the most painful types of blindness in millions of people. Elephantitis, you've surely seen pictures of those swollen limbs and know how stigmatizing and painful it can be. And there are many more. These conditions are not just bizarre and life-threatening, but have a deeper story to tell. Neglected tropical diseases, NTDs, can often be debilitating, stigmatizing, and can cause lifelong disabilities, and they affect more than a billion people globally. However, some are also preventable and treatable. Many organizations around the world are trying to look for solutions. In this episode of the Nature India podcast, we speak to health professionals on the challenges and way forward for such diseases especially in the context of India. Priscilla Rupali, an infectious diseases expert at the Christian Medical College in Vellore, specializing in dengue, tells us why these diseases are still neglected. Neglected tropical diseases are diseases which occur in the tropics, usually in the low-middle-income country settings. And this is basically because of either uncontrolled vector proliferation and the other one is basically lack of access to safe and clean drinking water. There are about 13 neglected tropical diseases as they have been designated by the WHO, which cause a fair degree of morbidity and mortality globally. The WHO says NTDs affect more than a billion people globally. They are preventable and treatable. However, these diseases and the intricate interrelationships with poverty and ecological systems continue to cause devastating health, social and economic consequences. If you look at India, what are the key reasons for morbidity and mortality here? I think it's dengue and rabies which actually cause the greatest amount of mortality. Dengue has such a high incidence uh, in the country and periodically we have outbreaks. And uh, if you look at uh, the National Vector-Borne Disease Control website, there are about uh, 100,000 cases that have been recorded. But probably the incidence is much larger because of under-reporting as well as the disease itself, which in many cases, uh, people may not really access healthcare facilities. So the disease is grossly underreported and there's a huge burden in the country. The second one is rabies. And rabies, as you know, actually has 100% mortality. At the moment you do get the disease, you actually die from it pretty much, whether it is, you know, within a couple of days or whether it takes two weeks. Several conditions disappropriately affect children compared to adults and children are often simultaneously infected with multiple parasitic entities. Despite this, there is limited information on current efforts to increase pediatric therapeutic options. Winsley Rose, a professor and pediatrician at the Christian Medical College in Vellore, tells us about entities in children and the availability of treatment and vaccines for them. 
the most commonly prevalent neglected disease which also has probably the, the highest mortality is dengue so this is more so among children and uh, there are uh, vaccines in development the earlier vaccine called dengvaxia used in many countries uh, did not work very well and uh, there is a recent vaccine by takeda which is actually undergoing trials and we hope they will be available for use in the market in probably a few years time for children under 5 the most ubiquitous tropical infection is reportedly malaria followed by the three major soil transmitted helminth infections and dengue the main reason why worms have been included in the neglected tropical diseases is that there are a set of like you know seven worms which are all called geohelminths so these soil transmitted helminths if you take care of them they are potentially eradicatable i mean using certain measures which could be mass deworming building toilets the other neglected disease about 20 to 30000 people die in india every year because of uh, rabies and uh, more than half of these deaths happen among uh, children less than uh, 15 it's got a very effective vaccine we have a very good strategy to actually prevent somebody from developing rabies but the gap is in the knowledge that somebody who has been bitten by an animal needs to go to the doctor and get vaccinated against rabies i think the key is awareness that if you get bitten by an animal you need rabies shot vaccinating dogs is another important feature which is probably the most cost effective strategy in preventing rabies but we are not there yet Until recently the Indian subcontinent accounted for 60% of the global burden of kalazar over 40% of the global population requiring mass drug administration for lymphatic filariasis elimination is in Bangladesh India and Nepal Satyabrata Rautrai director for neglected tropical diseases at the global health non-profit path helps us understand entities in India we have the national vector bone control program based out of uh, the capital here which is renamed recently as national center for vector bone disease control it includes viscerless meniscus lymphatic filariasis malaria japanese encephalitis aes dengue chikungunya zika there's a elimination strategy for kalazor or viscerless meniscus which is prevalent is three or four states primarily up bihar uh, jharkhand and uh, west bengal again for lymphatic filariasis we also have uh, elimination goal despite the challenges for the health infrastructure india has made strides in its quest to beat entities how has the process been so far as for a visual dysphenesis is concerned we are very close to elimination so elimination is measured in terms of reduced transmission that primarily involves uh, early diagnosis early detection through active case search in the community and uh, giving appropriate treatments for visual dysphenesis and the pkdl another variant indoor residual spray which happens in the real endemic high risk uh, villages where there are two rounds of uh, insecticide sprayed inside those uh, houses and uh, uh, villages which are endemic to sand fly which is the main vector for pseudomoniasis for lymphatic filariasis we have uh, this mass drug administration which happens where 
everybody gets uh, the endemic districts across India. We have three drugs now it is given, which okay. is albendazole, uh, DC, and uh, ivermectin. Right. Uh, the number of people affected by snake bites is also highest in India and Bangladesh. Winsley Rose talks about snake anti-venom availability. Polyvenom, which is actually targeting the four common uh, poisonous snakes in India, uh, it is quite uh, effective in preventing death due to snake bite. After a snake bite, it's very important to actually get to a hospital as quickly as possible. Often, supply is the problem. There are places where you don't get snake antivenom and because of that, treatment gets delayed and that leads on to uh, mortality. We asked Priscilla Rupali about the research and development needed to control or eliminate NTDs. The research has majorly focused on diseases which affect both the temperate and the tropical countries, so the rich and poor countries. So a lot of the uh, research actually gets uh, neglected. But if you look at the WHO website, you'll actually find that they have uh, implemented various cross-cutting programs and they hope to make them basically control the diseases by 2030. So they've actually enabled governments uh, to the, in the low-middle-income countries to be able to integrate programs uh, for control of the various neglected tropical diseases into their existing programs. So yes, there is a research imbalance, but I think the world realizes that you know, we are a global village now. Right. The task can be daunting. Winsley Rose tells us about the gap between research and development and availability of treatment. See, we've had dengue epidemics going on now for the past 30-40 years. In fact, there's been an eight-fold increase in the last 20 years. But have we developed one drug for dengue? We have not. Is there any particular drug that can actually deal with the effects of dengue? We do not have one. Do we have a vaccine which is available for anybody to use? We do not have one. Mainly because it actually affects the most populous regions of the world, which are also may not be the most affluent regions of the world. We asked Kavita Singh, Director, Drugs for Neglected Diseases Initiative, South Asia, about the efforts her organization is making in this area. Short-term, mid-term and long-term strategies the short term would ideally mean that making available a drug, if it is so one of the short term strategies is if there are two, three treatments available, can we choose which is the most ideal one? Efficacy, the least side effects uh, is uh, affordable, is available. Uh, and that's how we did a lot of work in visceral leishmaniasis, compared three existing treatment uh, modalities for Kalazar and identified that a single dose of liposomal amphotericin B is most ideally suited. And we see such excellent results when the program uh, integrated that uh, R&D, that two clinical trials. When they integrated the results of those clinical trials into their control strategy, it went on towards elimination. We have a medium-term strategy in which we look at, can we change the formulation of the drug so that you maybe need less dosage? Maybe the formulation becomes more stable, so it's easy to transport. And the, the longest strategy, which we have to the riskiest, most discover new drugs, we all know technologies have changed. We have much deeper biological ways of studying uh, new drugs uh, and their targets. 
So things we could not have done in the prior era are not possible and COVID made us uh, aware of many of these. We have been very successful in working with pharma partners and very recently we have worked a lot in sleeping sickness, uh, which is of course not seen in India. We are doing drug uh, development of a new molecule, an oral molecule for visceral leishmaniasis in a phase two clinical trial in Bihar. When we develop drugs for new for such diseases, usually we will not get pharma companies and partners. So our efforts have been towards open science, partnering with research institutes, and at times also taking support of pharma companies in kind. So it's a very unique model of doing drug discovery. And what does it look like on the ground for elimination of these diseases, specifically in India? India has about 12, 13 of them. Some couple of them we have eliminated. National Center for Vector Borne Disease Control Program includes some of these diseases which are caused by mosquitoes or sandfly. While uh, the Ministry of Health would have another program which is focused on leprosy, there's another program which is focused on soil transmitted helminthes or as a strategy roadmap for NTDs uh, for India. Now, maybe it could be an ask <laughs> from the government. The National Center for Vector Borne Disease, it has a very focused program on two major diseases of India, uh, that is the Kalazar, visceral leishmaniasis and lymphatic filariasis, LF. Uh, these, both these programs are on the uh, elimination radar of the government, with VL being 2023 and uh, LF being 2030. Uh, so there's a lot of implementation, there's a lot of international support, there's a lot of donation which the government programs are getting. What perhaps could have been done a little more is research and development. When any disease goes through a different phase of coming under control or going under elimination, the requirement of the tools, whether it's a diagnostic tool or treatment tool, it keeps changing. So that's perhaps and uh, you know in the wish list of people who work in this space. Neglected tropical diseases continue to pose significant health burdens on some of the most disadvantaged communities in developing countries. The ask is to have a unifying theme of innovations in diagnostics, treatment and prevention of NTDs to create solutions that are effective, relevant, locally feasible and sustainable. Neglected diseases are the missing piece to improving global health. This episode was produced with support from Drugs for Neglected Diseases Initiative. 